Welcome everyone to the Nerd Journey Podcast, episode 112. We're joining you every week to talk IT career progression and bring you the advice we wish we'd been given earlier in our careers. I'm your host, John White, at BJourneyman on Twitter, joined by my co-host, Nick Cordy, at NetworkNerd underscore. Hey, Nick, how's it going? John, I am highly caffeinated as usual. We're both pre-sales technical engineers with backgrounds in IT operations. We hope our career discussions will be vendor neutral, relevant across disciplines, and remain timeless. If you're enjoying our content, please drop us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. And if you want to get in touch with us, tweet or DM at Nerd Journey. Ultimately, we're just two nerds on a journey. A journey to virtual enlightenment. So let's take a trip. Awesome, Nick. Uh, welcome back to uh, our second, ha- the second half of our conversation with uh, Caitlin Bryan, where we promise uh, we minimize the dramatic pauses and and how we uh, talk about things. Um, I, you know, last week in episode one hundred and eleven, we talked a little bit more about Caitlin's career path, like how she got into uh, the technology field, um, you know, and got the position that she got. Um, we also talked a little bit about underrepresentation of women in tech, some practical applications of how that rears its ugly head. Um, and this week it's a little bit more about current events in her career, right? Absolutely. Imagine for a second, John, that you had planned to take this parental leave and then all of a sudden everything changes and you have to take it two months earlier than you thought. The world has to stop. Everything you were doing and working on has to change for you to focus on something else. Sounds exactly like what happened to Caitlin to me. Yeah, exactly. It's so interesting how uh, you can plan for something and it doesn't matter what your plans are. Like sometimes the world just changes right underneath you. But um, we won't give that away. Let's uh, get to the actual conversation with Caitlin Bryan. of wondered you know the validity of even asking a question about balancing like like work and family right because i can't imagine like that it shouldn't we shouldn't have to ask the question (laughs) because it's you know it's certainly come up when we've talked to men like how do you do that like you know work like family like you know taking care of kids but like you know, when we ask the question of a woman, it's like there's all this like overtones, right? Yeah. That like shouldn't be there. In like in the past, I've advocated. I was like, like, pe- like guys should take all their paternity leave, like every single day, because it's the only way to destigmatize like parental leave. Yeah. Right. Is to say, oh no, everybody takes it. Like everybody's going to be out. Um. How has that experience been for you within the technology industry? Um, is it like more of an issue, do you think? Uh, is your perception that it's, you know, better, worse? Um, that's an open-ended question. I hope, yeah, I hope no, uh, I, it makes sense. Yeah, no, I follow. I think that there, there are a couple points. Is One, um, yes, take your maternity, paternity, whatever you qualify for. Um, also for, you know, somebody that may be looking for a different company or looking at, you know, jumping ship, 
check out their benefits um, online. VMware is awesome. Like I cannot talk about how amazing my leave was. So we have uh, 18 weeks, paternity, maternity, doesn't matter. Um, whether it, that also goes for adoption as well. Um, so super cool that uh, VMware has thought through that. Um, and then also, so I had a kind of a kind of crazy situation with uh, my son who obviously does not have my timing showed up about two months early. Um, so you think about the maternity leave and, you know, he ended up in the NICU for a couple of, uh, a couple of weeks while he gained some weight. Um, so I had a, you know, kind of a screeching halt into my day to day on just even taking maternity leave. So I was planning, uh, we were wrapping up the end of our fiscal year. So I had, you know, my last customer meeting, I was actually looking back prior to this, trying to figure out when that was, that was January the 15th was the last time that I got to go on site with a customer. Um, we were wrapping up our fiscal year and then my blood pressure started to kind of spike and I got into this really uh, scary preeclampsia um, situation, which also no one really talks about. So I had no idea what it was, had to Google it um, and then got put on bed rest like that moment. So I called my boss and I can honestly say that VMware is like family first hundred percent so my boss like I called him from the OB office which probably tells you a little bit about my like work-life balance at the time it was a little bit funky <laughs> but I'm calling in for my forecast and I'm like oh by the way there's this really weird thing you know didn't even realize like the severity of it at the point which might be a little bit on me but um he said okay you're done you know um focus on you go home relax so I was on bed rest for three weeks and then had my son uh, after hanging out at the hospital for a little bit longer. So it was just surreal how fast that went. And, you know, I thought, oh gosh, like you only have, uh, you only have, like we were so blessed to have 18 weeks. Like that is not the case for a lot of my friends. Um, and then paid as well. So awesome. Um, but with our benefits, it was not, you know, hey, your 18 weeks started as soon as you went on bed rest. So I was really nervous about losing that time, like when my son was um, big enough and strong enough to come home. Uh, but they paid for everything with um, bed rest as well as uh, until he was out of the NICU. So I was off for a very long time. So about six months, which was incredible. Um, Part of that was just like, you know, the, the scariness of coming two months early. Part of that was, you know, me internalizing like, okay, what's it going to be like? I remember reading, uh, calling in to my boss, like checking on things because I was a little bit obsessed and he was like, hey, you are done. <laughs> like he drew a very strong line of like, this is not your problem anymore. Um, but, you know, I was also reading like a book, like the what to expect books. And, you know, my boss, or my, not my boss, but my doctor comes in and she's like, oh yeah, you can like go ahead and go to the next volume because you're having your kid today, you know? So I was like, ah, oh, I don't even know what's coming next. But, you know, it's like month seven. So <laughs> um, maternity leave, I think, honestly, I was treated so well. Um, maybe uh, part of it is like our culture to celebrate families and put family first. I know Sanjay, our COO, says, you know, if, like if something's going on within your family life, like your work life will suffer. So like focus on that first. Um, and then my bosses at the time, like just awesome um, to be able to talk to and just like to kind of set me straight because I think that 
not necessarily that my priorities were off, but I just don't think that I recognize like how much I needed to be pouring into, you know, the reactive versus like in sales, like you're on 365, 24 seven. If you're on a vacation and you've got a customer that had a huge issue, you're still, you still need to be accessible in some ways. Um, so for me, turning it off was super hard. Um, so I had to like take it off, take email off my phone and, uh, you know, have like everything just kind of completely shut down. Um, but I think from a maternity leave perspective, I was completely taken care of. I mean, VMware even like sends you like little diaper bags, which is so awesome. Uh, because Henry was born on a Thursday, the following Sunday was when our baby shower was supposed to be. So you're supposed to get, you know, like a diaper, in your bags, and I don't know, like a piece of an article of clothing, which I did not have. So shout out to Amazon Prime for, you know, stocking the Brian family nursery. Um, but yeah, I think from a, my perspective, it was great. And maybe a little bit of that is, uh, we've got a pretty young industry from like my manager's perspective, uh, bosses, you know, um, the engineers that all have kids or, you know, maybe big families or just know our stance at VMware. Um, but that was great to be able to like, you know, completely power down. Um, I will say I had a customer that, um, he said, you know, I kind of feel like maybe you're going to be the one that's still on their cell phone, like trying to call somebody in, like on the way into the OR. And it was 100% true. Like I had a problem. Um, so, you know, I think that that was kind of interesting and I saw a shift, dramatic shift as soon as like Henry was here, it was like so much easier to power down. But at the same time, I felt like, oh, maybe it's a little bit like of a humble yourself moment, but you kind of felt like you were this warrior at the time. You know, you're the salesperson, like how can the the world live on if you're not, you know, in charge and yelling at people or doing whatever you need to do? Uh, so that was a little bit of a, I guess the first little while, like af after, you know, things settled down and Henry was fine, we were home. I kind of felt like a little bit resentful, like how, how in the world could everybody be okay without me being in charge here? Um, so that was a little bit of a, a moment for me to go, okay, um, we, we've got to figure out maternity leave and, you know, being able to take the full amount, um, was great. So I definitely encourage it. And I know that some people like to try and, you know, Hey, we'll take a little bit now and then we'll come back, like come, you know, maybe come back later on in the year. And you just, there's so much that happens within that first moment. And it's so hard to like step away uh once you you know come back i've seen so many different individuals that like tried to straddle the maternity leave like hey let me take a big chunk at the beginning of the year maybe a big chunk at the end and then they never really find that exit moment that's that works for them um so that's a little bit of a bummer to see uh i will say that my husband's um company does offer paternity leave but that was only two weeks and uh, we brought Henry home the next week was when the pandemic, like the shoe dropped, you know, it was like, oh, there's this thing happening. Um, so, you know, not having my family close by, not having access to friends, not having family to, you know, go, hey, can you go and grab X, Y, Z? Um, so again, I guess shout out to Amazon Prime for <laughs> keeping us um, fed and uh, everything. But, you know, it's just, it's wild to so check in on your maternity, paternity leave, just from like a personal perspective. 
Um, and then I would say like, don't be afraid to, to put yourself first. Like now looking back, I was like, okay, I had a little bit of weird things happening. Like prior to the exit, I had uh, executive sponsors lined up for all my top clients. I had, you know, services that were going in. We had, um, you know, X, Y, Z done and, you know, an ongoing list. And I really made sure that everything was done. And then I look at like what I did in my house and I had a crib here <laughs> and I had a mattress shipped like on maternity, like on bed rest. And so I'm like, all right, there's a little bit of that. And I think part of that was probably, you know, not wanting to show that sign of weakness that I'm a pregnant woman who's about to like throw everybody off. But I don't think that that was actually the case. I think that was more of me being afraid that I was going to be perceived as weak that I was pregnant. I think it is extremely hard for anybody to go from a million miles an hour to just stop. It's almost yeah, like it's a car you crash. were in a car mm -hmm. going a hundred miles an hour and you hit a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, I, I know you got along really well with your boss. Was there still some feeling of extreme anxiety and will this be looked upon in a bad way when you had to make the call and say, Hey, I, I got to take my leave now. Yeah, I think it was more of, and maybe this is that moment where I realized like the show will go on. Um, but I think it was more of, you know, I fought so hard to get to where I was in my career. Um, and, you know, I didn't want, like you hear these of like, oh, women will sidestep on their career and, you know, not necessarily raise their hand. And, you know, it's the whole like lean in uh, mantra. And you think about that. And I think part of me was I didn't want to like give up on the projects that we were working on and the customers that I had spent so much time and energy to like make sure that that relationship was there. Um, you know, I didn't want anybody to skip a beat cause I wanted to like be able to jump right back into where, what I was just doing. Um, and so I think there was a little bit of that. Uh, I definitely had, uh, some reservations when it just came to like my coming out party as a, as a, a female, um, uh, that was pregnant. So, um, you know, I went to, um, it was right after i guess so i got to go to club which was super cool um we um you know got to like experience a little bit of the world with uh france and italy and just like you know you're whining and dining you're having a great time uh you come back a couple months later um i felt like there was this big disruption to the business when i was gone on vacation for an awards trip so that's a little bit funky um but then you know i came back and um during my first trimester I like after a um, few months realized I was pregnant first trimester. I was really nervous because, you know, miscarriages can happen. There's an emotional roller coaster. Me um, in my first trimester, I was so tired and I was so ready to like eat anything that like had a sugar molecule on it. Like so ices or, you know, uh, chocolate donuts or whatever it was, which is a pretty dead giveaway. Like that's not really my go-to. Um, so hiding that was a little bit um, surreal. And um, I was still first trimester and it was VMworld was coming up. And so my husband and I talked about it, you know, I was like, okay, I've got to do it. I had over 30 customers that are going to be there. I was hosting, you know, dinners and we had, um, uh, the happy hours, the concerts, like all of the things that come with a big IT conference. Um, and then the week before was uh, mentoring the university new hires. 
Um, so you think about like that energy and that level and I'm in my first trimester where I just want to nap and eat chocolate donuts and that's like not okay <laughs> uh, when you're trying to like keep it under wraps. And so I remember like just struggling um, and then after like my, I told um, some of, you know, my largest customers at the time, like probably a couple weeks out, it, maybe like five, six weeks into uh, my second trimester. Oh, by the way, you know, here's my due date. And uh, I happened to be, um, you know, I was for in my first trimester uh, at VMworld. And they're like, how in the world did you do that? Like, you know, it was a 6 a.m. start until like end of happy hour, whatever. Uh, and I was like, honestly, I don't know. It's just momentum. But I think that there was a certain level of fear that if I, you know, decided not to go to the conference, if I decided not to go do the mentorship, if I decided to like take a step back at all and like listen to my body, you know, be just tired and like hang out with a donut, um, then, you know, I was going to like do a disservice of all the things that I'd work for, which I don't necessarily know if that was true, but the fact that that crosses my mind might be a little bit of a shout out to where the gaps um, might be with just female representation. Yeah, it felt true, right? Yeah. And that's kind of the important thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to say that like every tech conference that I've gone to like that, you know, I think the last few times that I've told Nick this and like, I'm like, yeah, Nick, I finally like, uh, kicked caffeine and I'm, you know, not drinking coffee or like diet soda anymore. And then I come out of like the, or VM world, for example. And I'm like, oh, here's my 12th, like diet Dr. Pepper for yeah, the day or whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's such a, it's yeah. such an unnatural and, and, you know, everything's free. Right. So like, why mm -hmm. not grab the extra latte, the extra caffeine? So imagine um, not being able to have a caffeine because you're in your first trimester, not really wanting to like eat highly processed food. You can't have cheese, you can't have alcohol, you can't, you know, all the things that like get you through those conferences. Uh, and you're like, okay, <laughs> I'll just hang back with my uh, hot lemon water and just hang out. <laughs> caffeine and deep fried food are like the uh, two things that you can get at a tech conference. Yeah. Well, so and true. very little sleep. You don't even have to order that one. Oh, yeah, no, that yeah. comes complimentary. Yeah. You don't even have to be someone who's a big party person to right. have your day f and night filled up. There's just yeah. so much to do that you could do. Yeah. I can't imagine doing that as tired as you were. That's insane. Yeah, I did um, I did buffer in a couple of days in between, um, you know, the university new hire. Uh, you know, you're in this amazing part of the country. We had VMworld at um, San Francisco. And so I had my sister fly out for a couple of days and we just like drove up and down uh highway one and stayed in really cute you know girly spots and just kicked our feet up and relaxed um before i knew vmworld was gonna uh, knock me in the teeth a little bit <laughs> so it was definitely one to recover from but i think the opportunity cost was too great for me to re uh, miss out and i'm so glad i did go because that was um you know, I can kind of still have my my moments with connecting with customers, your peers all over, um, you know, the world or U.S. Um, and then, like, also, it's a great way to connect to your female brethren um, that might be spread out all over the place that you don't typically see, um, you know, girls night uh, in a tech conference. And so we'll try and do something like that, like maybe a happy hour or something. So you get your fix. <laughs>
It makes sense. Now, once you, once you had your baby, I know you mentioned you had a little bit of a, I can't believe the world's going yeah. on without me. Yeah. How long did it take you to really be disconnected? Like, I'm okay with not checking in on this thing. Honestly, I don't know if I ever had that. Like, I had to forcefully make myself take email off because it was so hard. I mean, I think that, like, if you've been doing this, like, in sales for so long. I mean, I remember one time we were at my husband's club trip, and one of my clients had to have something immediately, you know, right then and there. And we're in Venice, and I'm checking on my phone an Excel spreadsheet of a number, and my husband's looking at me going, what you know what is happening here and so I think that like maybe that was a little bit of uh you know that always on uh but it took a long time I'm not gonna lie probably about three months in um because I remember just hey I've got some downtime let's do this um but once I did unplug you realize that six months being gone in the tech world is like you know, it's almost like we live in dog years, right? So we live and breathe within a 90 day cycle. Uh, you think about how many companies VMware, I think we, we acquired six companies within six months. And so all of a sudden I get back, I've got thousands of emails and then we have all these new companies. We've all got all these new, you know, people and I'm going, ah, man, you know, so I think a little bit of that was, was tough to, um, you know, kind of get back into the groove, but unplugging, I was, I was pretty surprised actually, like once I officially removed the things, like I think I even at one point, uh, I had to change my workspace one password so it wouldn't auto default to everything. And then I just tucked my laptop away uh, because I was just so tempted to see like what was happening and like, let me get real fired up. Um, but I think that that was, it, it, took, it took a little while. Did you have to, um have your uh, laptop charger taken away from you honestly i should have that's probably yeah. a better thing is i should have done that um but i actually like repositioned like my office space so it wouldn't look as enticing you know like you couldn't see the the blinking lights if you will <laughs> so i really did have a problem maybe that's uh another idea for how do you unplug when in an always on world um, but I think that, you know, once I was able to, it was so interesting. I started picking up, you know, when Henry did not sleep one full night in until he was five months old, cause he was born at three pounds, one ounce. So you think about a baby that tiny, um, that, you know, needs like, they don't sleep all night until like maybe 12, 15 pounds. Uh, so it took a very long time for us to put on those gains. Um, and so I think that, you know, when he finally was, uh, you know, at a, a stable point and sleeping through the night, it was almost time for me to come back to work. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I just, you know, finally had my head screwed back on. Um, so it, it was exciting to come back, honestly. Now, is that an advantage, do you think, um, throughout his life? Because I can gain like 11 pounds tomorrow <laughs> if I had to. <laughs> but if you like are born premature, is that like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to abandon that joke. <laughs> is this, is this sashimi weight, John, or is oh, this man. something else? If I could eat 10 pounds of sashimi, I would. But. Game on, game on. <laughs> I mean, luckily Henry is, um, you know, he took so long to get on the, the growth curve 
Uh, but now he's like in the 60th percentile. So obviously we have done well. Um, and it's, it's kind of crazy because my husband was 11 pounds when he was born. Um, which I was freaked out that like, you know, we were going to have this massive baby and nobody in my family had ever had preeclampsia. And, you know, I didn't even, I knew one other person that did because it's just, it's something that's like not even talked about. It's like a taboo. Um, and you know, you can't really figure out like what happened. Nobody knows like why, or, you know, the reasons or how to fix it or if it's going to happen again. Um, but when you think about like my husband was 11 pounds, I was eight and a half. So I'm just thinking that like, Oh, we're going to skip to like six month clothing. I had nothing like in the previous section. I had nothing, you know, like all of those funny things that, uh, thank goodness he gained some weight and started sleeping through the night, but, um, it was pretty surreal. Like how cute and tiny, like his hand, his head was like this big, the size of my palm when he was born. <laughs> and he was just like, I don't know, did well. <laughs> it's nice to hear that he's, uh, he's on that growth curve. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's, it really is too bad. Like he'll, you know, maybe you can tell him and he's like a, a a chubby teenager and you're like you know that first 11 pounds like that was really tough for you but... <laughs> now it's like a you rounding error <laughs> yeah maybe you shouldn't do that yeah. you know what don't do that I, i've really rethought that position we'll, we'll scratch it <laughs> oh my goodness so how about coming back like you know the the here's the fear right that if I can articulate it, it's like a lot of times the fear is like, Oh, they'll have somebody covering this yeah. and they'll bring me back, but in like a different position. Yeah. Like, Oh no, like we replaced you. We have your job, but it's doing something different. Yeah. Um, any, any fears like that? Like, or, you know, even if it's like irrational, like, you know, managing that kind of fear. Yeah, I definitely, when, you know, I made that first call to my boss and um, at the time I had, uh, you know, the number one territory customers. Um, so I was back to back number one in the company, which was awesome. But you think about probably from like my boss's perspective is like, oh, great. So we're going to go from like all of this excitement uh, to now like not having coverage and, and me thinking, oh, I've let the entire team down because, you know, uh, God forbid, I, I take my maternity leave. Um, so I think that there was a little bit of like that initial fear. And I had just the, this conversation and I think he was uh, super um, reassuring that I said, I, I don't care what you do between now and, you know, when I come back, but I need a job and I, I need, you know, my same customers. So don't you dare do anything like crazy and, you know, kind of the, the scolding aspect. Um, but yeah, there was definitely that fear that you're going to get, um, maybe sidestepped if you take out a little bit extra time or, uh, people are going to be doing different things. And, you know, um, so I think that there was definitely a little bit of that. Um, and then I think from, uh, from my perspective is I decided that it was a great idea. So it was in, within my five year timeline. Um, so everybody writes out their, you know, five-year goals and see, see how, how well they stick. Um, and I'd worked really hard to be an enterprise field rep within five years of joining VMware. So I went from inside to doing, uh, another inside kind of specialty gig and then a uh, field. And then I was on, I guess the bench, you would say, uh, for getting an enterprise role. 
uh, which one did happen to open up while I was on maternity leave. And of course, like, you know, maybe a little bit of sleepless nights, uh, but you know, lack of coffee or something, um, your gears start turning of like, Oh, what if, um, so this opportunity kind of came about, um, where, I had to call my current boss that was employing me and say, hey, you know, who's kind of got uh, one of my peers who I love uh, here in Dallas covering my customers uh, and say, hey, there's actually this thing that opened up. Um, it's part of my five-year plan. I know it's a pandemic and I'm on maternity leave and maybe it's not ideal timing, but I don't want to like miss out again that like maybe irrational fear of like, oh, a baby will make you kind of step back within your career. Um, so for me, it was like, let's steamroll ahead, you know, so I had to get permission to like, if, if I can, could you, um, afford to like, uh, reshuffle, you know, is this going to put you in a bind? How is that going to work? Talking to HR, um, and then talking to the hiring manager of like, Hey, so you have this brand new role happening here enterprise um in dallas it's part of my big you know thing and this is something that again maybe part of those like uh it conferences and the kickoffs and you start really networking with those individuals at those moments so you really don't want to like miss out um on a chance to connect with others and so i mean for some reason uh they decided that yes it's great and um i was able to like move forward with the interview process and I remember uh, trying to figure out a timeline where Henry, who was so tiny and so like, we kind of have like a free range child. Like he kind of just does whatever his schedule is gonna do and we're trying to like structure it, but it's really not working. Um, and so like figuring out when could I interview uh, between nursing, between naps, and between like the dog barking because Amazon's dropping off another delivery. So like that was like, okay, this is interesting. Um, but it worked out. And so, you know, that irrational fear of, uh, or maybe not, I don't know, uh, of, you know, being replaced, actually, I replaced it with another problem, which was, okay, you're going to start brand new customers during a pandemic and you're field facing, but you're not probably going to see anybody for a next year. But I didn't know that at the time. Um, so that was just another thing of like, you know, what I wanted to do, but I was excited because I think that, and maybe that's an opportunity for people if just because you're on maternity leave doesn't mean you're on the bench, uh, or like you, you, you have your, that you are benched, if you will. Um, you can still go out and look for different positions. And if your company allows you to make internal transfers or, you know, promotions and that sort of thing, and you want to do it, um, you don't have a ton of time, uh, to do it. But like, you know, if you are late night scrolling through things, definitely don't let maternity leave, uh, hold you back if that's part of your, your overall journey. So if you had anxiety about going back before that, <laughs> take the new role and you definitely have some anxiety about going back into a totally new position, yeah. right? new job. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's definitely, you know, something and and not that I've like figured out my groove. I've been back since uh, August um, and I'm still trying to find my groove. Right. So I think you asked John like about the work-life balance, like obviously before it was way tilted the wrong way of like, uh, you know, the job, but then now like, you look and see, okay, 
I picked up new hobbies. I joined a book club on my street, which is like, uh, you know, everybody basically sitting around in their lawn chairs and discussing whatever we wanted to read. Uh, but then trying to like make a conscious effort to like pour my, uh, time and energy and a couple different things that weren't necessarily just the job or just being a mom. Um, so finding a little bit more balance that way. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of anxiety when I first started, I was thinking, okay, is somebody going to send me back to start? Like, you know, we changed everything. Um, our customers, our operational tools, how do we quote things? Uh, we bought six companies. So there was, I mean, there's a lot of change that happened in that six months. So there was a lot of like, um, I think initial anxiety when I came back of like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do anything. Like, did I just, is it mom brain that I'm experiencing or is it just like the, the speed of things have changed. And so getting over that, um, was, you know, a lot of like me reaching out to people and saying, Hey, is it me? Or does the world seem a little bit more different right now? Um, so I think that that was something kind of interesting. Well, that wasn't the only world that was different. I mean, yeah. not that your world's not different when you're pregnant, yeah. but once yeah. there's a little human crying for mom and dad and yeah. you have to be the one to fix that, that's a different life totally. entirely. Totally. I actually, like, uh, to the left of me is um, something for Henry's first birthday. So he turns one on Saturday and we're doing a dinos and donuts uh, theme. So the things that are on my desk that I never thought that I would have on my desk, there's a teething ring, there's a dino that's for his, you know, little like donut giveaway situation. Uh, that balance has kind of been a little bit interesting to navigate. Um, and then we're in a pandemic. So, uh, you know, the camaraderie that you have with your customers, the, uh, the travel that, you know, I'm used to, I, I was getting on a plane every other week and, uh, going out and visiting customers or hopping in the car and driving however many hours it took to, to make sure that the job was getting done. And so adding that, um, you know, kind of a little bit of a different vibe, but then it's been a little bit of a blessing. And I feel like that's uh, maybe unfair to say, but a little bit fair because, uh, it kind of forced us to, to slow down and to stay a little bit more local. And part of that uh, role that I'm in now is less travel. So it's a little bit of me, um, you know, wanting to hit those career goals, but also putting my family first, but that I can't, you know, spread myself so paper thin like I used to. So yeah, definitely different. I mean, you guys have, I know, Nick, you have kids. John, do you have, you have kids? Yes? No. No. I, I do not. Well, my wife and I are in, neg in negotiations right now. <laughs> well, I know that like, I mean, all of us can relate to the travel, you know, like oh, yeah. even just that and balancing whether or not you have kids or you have a dog or, you know, you have friends um, or family close by um, doing that is a little bit wild. Yeah, for sure. I have a, an 11 year old now. Somehow yeah. she's made it this far and she keeps growing. I keep asking her why she <laughs> continues to grow and she just says that's the way it is. But yeah, you have to balance. And you know, in your case, Caitlin, it's not like you can say, okay, mommy needs 30 more minutes. Go watch one show real quick. And then we can talk about whatever it is you wanted to talk about. Uh, you, you have to address the need 
right then. Yeah. Um, we are not speaking yet. So, you know, he kind of like, and I think he's got a little bit of, uh, my temper. Um, so a little bit on the sassy side. <laughs> um, so whatever he wants, it's like pretty immediate. Plus, you know, he's, um, he'll be one year, uh, on Saturday. So like, you know, the, Hey, hold, please let me like, you know, adjust whatever I'm doing. And then, uh, 10, yeah, there's, there's really none of that. So that's pretty wild, but we do have, um, you know, I don't know if anybody is familiar that like maybe tuning in, we do have a, like a, what to expect app where it's free. You can join it and it kind of a, a forums, if you will, of like other moms or uh, maybe other parents that are kind of going through different things throughout the month. And one of them that I read, I think it was like two weeks ago or last week, and I thought it was so interesting. And it was um, the mom that was saying she, she needed a, a timeout. You know, she needed a moment to like, uh, I, I don't know, take a shower, um, be a normal human, have some lunch. And, you know, part of that was uh, a lot of the women kind of coming back and saying, well, um, the, the woman also, I think she, I don't know if she had a job or if her husband also did, but they said, have you asked, you know, your husband to like maybe hold the baby like while you go and take a shower or, uh, you know, kind of communicating within your your own little team, if you will, um, of your needs and being able to put yourself first. Uh, it kind of goes back to like the raise your hand if you have a problem and that way it'll get addressed. So I thought that was so enlightening that, you know, you have to be able to put yourself first. You have to be able to obviously take time for kids and family and, you know, whatever is going on in the life. But, uh, my husband is awesome. And if I say, Hey, I'm really frustrated. I want to like go and hop on a Peloton ride and then take a bath or whatever it is, like just some, some downtime, super on it. Um, but you kind of have to ask for that because I think as me as a woman, um, you automatically, that's a sign of weakness, right? If you like need to need a break from your kids or need a break from like whatever it is. Um, so I think that that's part of, yeah, learning to, to juggle, to ask and to, um, delegate if you will. Yeah, no, that's one of those like latent things in our culture where it's like, if you're a dad and you're like, okay, I'm done being a dad for yeah. the moment and I need, I need to go sit in the recliner and, yeah. uh, put my feet up and read the paper. I, I'm always back to this like fifties imagery, right? Yeah. Um, like that's totally acceptable, but like mothers can't like, that's not okay for, for whatever reason, yeah. it, you know, that we need to fix that. Yeah. Right? Obviously in our society, but yeah. I mean, we, we got really lucky that we have, um, uh, a nanny that comes Monday through Friday. Um, we're able to have her here at the house. And so, uh, you know, the commute, I don't get, I don't lose a whole lot of time, uh, during the day I can like hop on and do whatever I need to do. Um, and then also I can schedule whatever, but it is so expensive, like nannies and daycare and child support. So like, sometimes you have to just figure out how to like take moments, um, for you, uh, whatever it is. So, um, yeah, it's, I saw this, like, uh, it was a meme or something and it was uh, about Americans versus, I don't know, whatever country, maybe it was somewhere in Europe. And it's like, uh, Americans on the way to the hospital. It's like, I'm so sorry. I'm walking into the ER right now. Call you back as soon as we're wrapped up with a surgery. And then like in Europe, like, you know, Oh, Hey, uh, I had a family emergency or, you know, I'm having an emergency. Uh, check in later. It, I think so maybe part of it might be like where we live, um, not necessarily just like a gender situation. 
No, that is true. Like, I don't maybe was it Germany or something where they like made it illegal for work to like email you oh, wow. for hours and on the weekends. Uh, I'll have to I'll have to research that. See which country it actually yeah, is. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, we'll put that in the show notes if we can find it. Yeah, that'd be talk cool. About yeah. Your your 24/7 365 like, you know, if you're if you were not allowed like by law to get email from your customers after hours. Drive like, me nuts. Would be... It would drive me so <laughs> nuts. And I think them too, right? But um maybe it would be a little bit better uh to, you know, for all cultural shift. Yeah, definitely different, but it would definitely like I'd be like wondering what what's happening. And I think especially like in tech like you're going to have outages. People are going to like have downtime. They're going to like have an application rollout that is so critical that it, you know, it launches directly when marketing says it's going to launch. And so there's a lot of things that just hiccup and happen. And that's maybe part of like why it's so hard to like turn off in this industry. Um, but yeah, definitely would be um, definitely a culture shock if you weren't allowed to have email. <laughs> Everybody talks about DR plans, but how often do we work on our own? It's true. Not that often. It's very true. <laughs> Nick with the technical analogies. Oh, yeah. Right. We we should have one. And, and actually, we do have one. Well, do you have that written down? Mm, no, not really. <laughs> like, but, but, but we have we one. We have a suggestion of one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the big red binder with all the dust on it. Yeah. Somebody put that together in like 2002, I think. <laughs> it's good. If we don't look at it, then emergencies won't yeah. happen. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So pretty, pretty surreal to think that like we also in our personal lives, um, you know, imagine the same things too. Oh, it's exactly true. Yeah. yeah. Even the things that like are, you know, most likely to happen, right? Yeah. Like sometimes it's, it's, it's tough to anticipate, you know, like what if I have a flat tire, like while I'm on the highway, like, what do I do? Like, I guess I'll call like, you know, roadside assistance. What's the number? No idea how to find it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Or, or do I know where all the COVID testing centers are around me that have a rapid test available? Uh, you know, and something like that is possible now. True. But I want to I want to turn the conversation just slightly. I was going to ask Caitlin as a relatively new parent, mm-hmm. Any advice for someone who is going into a new endeavor, a new role? You know, you you took on a new challenge as soon as your maternity leave was up, mm-hmm. but you're also adapting to this new challenge at home. What what advice would you give for building some rapport with those new teammates, the new manager, as you also have your own transition? Yeah, so I think that um, just for me, my uh, core engineer that, you know, started with me on this uh, journey, he had been there for uh, within the same customers for a long time. So kind of just being honest of like, hey, here's what's going on here. Like, I kind of need a little bit of a crash course. 
Um, so I think just being open of like, you don't have to have the answers on day one and no one actually expects you to know what's happening, uh, until like at least week four, maybe you'll, you'll get an idea. So, uh, I think that that was kind of nice that like everybody understands there's a lot of like, uh, you know, people moving in and out of customers as well as like on vendor sides or however within tech. So I think a lot of people are used to like, Hey, I'm new here. Can you tell me? Um, but I think also trying to set up some sort of a cadence of check-in of like, Hey, uh, just to make sure that like you are aware. I mean, there's still like, uh, shots and, uh, you know, like all the kids follow up stuff of like, Hey, there's going to be things that are going to be a disruption to our day or our week or whatever it is. So like sharing calendars and just being open with people of like, Hey, I'm new here. I'm also a new mom. So any advice and you would be surprised. Like if anybody asks you like, Oh, what's your advice of like doing whatever you're about to like, listen to a very long novel of like, Oh, do this and buy these products and whatever it is. Um, so I think that that's, uh, just kind of comes naturally because we just want to help as humans. Um, but you know, it was definitely trying to leverage my uh, my teams um, as much as possible on getting me up to speed um, and then being really honest on like where I was. Um, you know, I was like, well, I, I don't know, even know what this company does. Like, and now we own them and how does this fit into things? And so uh, I did use a lot of like our internal um, training resources, you know, on my first like week or so back, like the first week back was tough. Um, it was, you know, you, you're scheduled all these calls and it's like introductions through brand new customers who you have no idea who they even are until like, you know, maybe week one or whenever it is. And so then you're trying to like take all these copious notes and figure out how to like provide value and, uh, step one and remember all of the little tidbits of conversations about, you know, which customers like which things and what not to say to who. And, you know, so that was kind of interesting, but using your team if you have one as guidance um and then it kind of goes back to like picking a company if you want to go and do a new endeavor or um doing something picking somebody that's going to really embrace um you know a little bit of change so that that helps and let's not even mention the thousands of unread emails you had from being <laughs> away right everybody seeing you it was tough yeah so the week before I actually came back to maternity leave was um, I, I wanted to take a me time. Um, but then I also like selfishly wanted just to like make it not look like I had been hanging out in a bathrobe for the last five months. Cause let's get real. Like that's kind of what my day was. Like I didn't really, you know, I'm not getting ready for anything and you've just got like, I don't know, spit up on you and you just don't feel like yourself sometimes. Um, so right before I came back, I scheduled, um, here, cut. Um, I, you know, went and did, uh, like long walks with my dogs. Like I, um, had our nanny come a week early. So that way I could have completely one week of just me doing whatever the heck I needed to do to make me feel better. Um, so I had the luxury of being able to do something. So if you had that, or you can give that to somebody, maybe, you know, um, who's going through maternity leave, like drop off some Starbucks for them and hold their kid for a little while, um, outside of like maybe COVID. Um, that's some good advice. Um, but you know, I took that week and I Googled 
what has VMware been up to for the last six months and who owns what and where the biggest outages have happened. And I opened up that beast of my email and I, I think I've mentally blocked it out of how many thousands of emails there were. Um, but you get really used to like checking out filters and sorting it and, you know, just trying to do the best you can to like kind of get through um but yeah the... oh you tried to go through that like, oh yeah my oh, my yeah. my inbox zero instincts come in like if you have an unmanageably large like uh inbox yeah. like you just move everything to a folder yeah and then if it was important enough it'll <laughs> they'll reply to you <laughs> yeah they're gonna go hey where in the world are you yeah but i yeah. think it was um me being curious you know of like Oh, how did they, uh, you know, move on without me? Like, what, what's going on? You know, I wanted to see how that project turned out or whatever it was before I like started smiling and dialing and checking in on um, customers. But it was weird because, you know, I did go two months early. So a lot of customers like didn't even know, like, I'm, hey, so sorry, I'm on my way to the hospital, you know, like something weird happened. And so then the next thing that they know, like, I'm not even their rep anymore, because uh, we had this really awkward transition where I abruptly ended um, uh, my time with them and then got a promotion in the middle. So there was a lot of like unread emails and, you know, projects that were happening and uh, just interesting things to check into. Um, so it was definitely weird but good i also wanted to say like you know bathrobes and having baby spit up on you that's like totally normal i mean that's yeah, my day too yeah. and i don't have a baby so <laughs> like you know yeah. yeah 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 it's yeah you feel like real glamorous after a little while you're like whoo this is interesting like yesterday i had a little bit of projectile vomiting and you're like you know just casual sunday um <laughs> so that was uh that was definitely it's part of the super bowl party. yeah exactly but um you know i will say like in prep to like maternity leave was uh just trying to get all my stuff taken care of for like not only customers but uh do i have clean clothes. So I have dry cleaning stuff picked up. Is, has the dog been groomed? You know, have I gone to my dental appointments? Like those kinds of things, like a checklist that you kind of forget about. Um, I'm glad I did because the entire universe shut down um, for a little while. Um, so that was in hindsight, pretty good. But yeah, you end up like really living in um, questionable sweatpants. And I think my Ugg slippers probably have a hole in them at the, the moment. But um yeah, that first week before I came back was really like, okay, do you have uh, everything that you need just to feel like yourself as much as possible? Now I, I'm, I'm thinking about a sweatpant gift box <laughs> as like a maternity gift. You should totally do that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you should totally do that. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I just want to ask one more question, Caitlin, and I think we'll be close to wrapping. Um so based on your experience, how likely are you to take more vacation moving forward? Huh. Definitely likely. Um, I think that maybe putting up some more walls, um, and part of that's got to be like me including, um, you know, my extended teams like, hey, when I'm gone, can you back me up? Like we don't really do like backups. Uh, it's more of a reactionary, but um, if there's a way that you can do something to like, like lead up to it. Um, I, I mean, my husband and I, like we, uh, 
pretty early in our careers, we just poured ourselves like we're both in sales. So we both have a very unnatural uh, tendency to like want to be connected to, you know, the best service possible with our customers um, or even like our peers or bosses or whatever it is. So we had a rule, whether it was like somewhere cool or just a couple days, like a staycation situation. But once a quarter, we took a week and we'd go unwind somewhere uh, but we found ourselves cheating and, you know, actually working like when we were not supposed to be working, like we were trying to like, oh, there's just this one deal or there's just one you know thing that I need to do. Uh, so I think that like learning a lot of the world will continue to move forward and it's going to be okay if you take a couple minutes and you're, you might come back with just a, a fresh eyes or uh, and everybody needs that, you know, sometimes maybe it's not once a quarter, maybe it's whenever, um, you know, life permits, but you definitely have to take a little bit of time out. So that way you can reset and then put the best self forward. Um, so that's important. Awesome. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for spending some of that valuable time with us yeah. <laughs> and, and our listeners and, and uh, getting some insights. We'll, we'll have to have you back. We, we'd like to walk through that, you know, career timeline and yeah. and get some of those like lessons learned from inflection points too. But I'm really like, I have found your insight off up until this point has just been amazing. And so um, I just, you know, I'm really glad that you we're able to spend the time with us. Yeah, and yeah I had a thanks blast. for letting us sell you on coming on the show. Oh my gosh, anytime. <laughs> um, I think it's part of salespeople. We just love to talk about ourselves. So uh, anytime you want to have me on, just let me know. <laughs> awesome. Well, Caitlin Bryant, thanks for joining us on the Nerd Journey. Really appreciate it again. <laughs> thanks, y'all. You know, we heard a lot of undertones there, John, about this idea that pregnancy is a vulnerability that can be seen as a weakness to others. And it was challenging for Caitlin to go and ask for the leave that she needed to take early. And it was hard for her to work out in her mind as someone who was very successful in her career already will I be as successful? Will I, will my job still be there when I get back? All this anxiety that kind of comes bundling with this sudden stop. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting to have heard that and reflect upon it afterwards. You know, it's, I think very easy to want to keep your personal life and everything that is doesn't have anything to do with a professional life, like from like touching that professional life and how it's affecting, you know, or might affect your performance. Right. But like there's any number of like life events that, that can, uh, you know, affect that, like whether you're having a child or adopting a child, or, you know, you have a parent coming to live with you or you're, you know, dealing with one of your siblings having an issue, like all of those things can, um, affect you. And as much as you know, it makes sense, like, you know, f sitting on the sidelines and listening to that going, oh, you really need to like, 
pick a company to work for that accommodates like, you know, part of your entire life coming with you to work, you know, or not just part of your entire life that accommodates your, you bring your whole self to work and every, you know, every part of your life. Like you are a parent, you are a sibling, you are a child, you are a cousin, you are, you know, somebody's partner, um, you know, any number one or all of those things, you know, affecting your work. Like that's just, you know, important. And kudos to Caitlin's manager who was understanding enough to say, no, you're stopping right there. You don't need to finish all the stuff in flight. We'll get someone else to help you. He was able to orchestrate the coverage needed to make sure that those customers were serviced in her absence. And he really wanted what was best for her health and for her family. Yeah, that's it was so great to hear you know, about a manager who's willing and able to do that and execute and follow through and make her still feel valued, you know, as part of the team there. And I think there's also this hesitation. If you want to take a different job at the same or a different company to go to your manager and tell them what you're thinking about doing, you know, in this case, she had a good enough relationship with her manager to say, there's this opportunity it's part of my five-year plan. I feel like I need to at least chase it down and pursue it. But I'm coming to you first. I think that's scary in a lot of different scenarios based on who your boss is, how good the relationship is, what the company is like. Yeah, very true. Another good call out. Um, I think that, I think landing, you know, listening back, a lot of that change that she was going through really landed with me in a way that, I think in the moment, I wasn't necessarily understanding that, you know, one, she left before COVID, right? And all the changes that made and how we like work and came back afterwards. So everybody else had a chance to go through that transition and she did not. Like her transition happened after coming back um, from parental leave. Um, and then the other thing was like that, you know, changing teams as as she was coming back, meaning like, where she was landing was on a different team in a different segment with a different manager, right? Like, so that's a lot of change. And oh yeah, all doing that while having a child like that still wants some of your attention, you know, maybe a lot, probably a lot. I'm assuming almost all. Yep. Totally different way to approach your day to day versus what it was before the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And she left as like, you know, she said the number one performing territory in her commercial team. And then to come back and start as, you know, in a completely different segment, it's, you know, very late related skills, obviously, but it is also different, right? Man, all I could think of is the Brad Pinkston episodes where he went through so many different changes, managing a new team of people and transferring to a new team of peers and different segment and yeah. Yeah, very, very relatable, right? Um, very analogous situations. Awesome. Okay, well, um, I, you know, we definitely want to follow up with Caitlin as uh, she uh, lives through this transition. Maybe uh, we can get a little bit um, uh, return circle back and get some more opinions from her, more perspective, uh, more learnings, because she just seemed like super wise and able to like kind of digest what she'd gone through and uh, serve up some nuggets. Absolutely. 
Well, I guess I'll go ahead and close it out if that works for you. Yeah, absolutely. Just a reminder, we want people to subscribe and give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We want to know if we're being helpful and are always looking for interesting questions to ponder. We're collectively on Twitter at Nerd Journey. All right. Farewell, listeners. Tune in next time as the journey continues. I'm John White at B Journeyman for Nick Cordy at Network Nerd underscore. Signing off.